0: and BJ.
1: Let's get at it.
0: And it starts now. All right. Welcome into the Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network presented by DraftKings. I'm your host Drew. I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. This podcast is also partnered with Fanatics. All right, got a full show for you guys today, talking NBA and WNBA, going around the association for the first time in season three. Uh, Talking about KD, he's staying in Brooklyn. It's Kobe Bryant's birthday as we record on a Tuesday, August 23rd. And the Suns' 30th anniversary jerseys, uh, they popped those out. They're going to be playing with those this year. Can't wait to talk about that. And we've got some BJ's best, some what's on Drew's mind, and of course we're talking some WNBA playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. We are talking some playoffs. And of course, the illustrious, the famous game with it or quit it. Lots on tap. So let's just dive there right into go. it. As long as BJ's ready.
1: Oh, of course, Drew. I was ready when you hit the when you hit that live button and said go.
0: All right, let's get into it, Beach. Okay, so NBA side of things, we're talking Kevin Durant and him staying in Brooklyn. That happened earlier today. Uh, reminder: we're recording on a Tuesday. Uh, Kevin Durant made it known that he is staying in Brooklyn, according to a statement from Nets general manager Sean Marks. said, quote, Steve Nash and I, being Sean Marks, together with Governors Joe Tsai and uh, Clara Wu Tsai, ooh, I'm, I'm butchering that probably met with Kevin Durant and rich Kleiman in Los Angeles yesterday. Mark said in a statement, we have agreed to move forward with our partnership. We are focusing on basketball and one collective goal in mind, building a lasting franchise to build a championship to Brooklyn. So BJ, um, since KD is staying in Brooklyn, he's getting Ben Simmons back and probably Kyrie staying there yeah. are the nets looking to come out of the East now or
1: I can't think on? that I can't think that the Nets are the favorites to come out of the East just because of how much talent there is, but they're certainly going to be a contender. And I, I think we talked about, you know, when he first read the trade request, all the odds tank that, you know, Brooklyn was about to throw in the towel and, and, you know, Kevin Durant was, was going to leave as was Kyrie. And, and a lot of people, you should have put some money on uh, that uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, team back then when there was still so much uncertainty because come out looking like a genius. Now, I, I don't think they're going to be the favorites, Drew, but I think that they will definitely be a player when you've got a guy who was a, you know, at the halfway point last year, Drew uh, was our pick for the MDP or at least mm-hmm. my pick. Well, he was, he was up there in the conversation for sure. When you've got KD, you know, ha having Kyrie for the whole season this time and and hopefully getting Ben Simmons back and and healthy and, and actually being able to, uh, you know, add him to a a very talented roster, you know, and hopefully he'll be able to make some plays for you that, that, that keeps this Brooklyn team certainly as a playoff team and certainly as a threat in the Eastern conference, I wouldn't necessarily go ahead and put them as the favorites though.
0: Right. But, you know, a healthy Kevin Durant is very dangerous. He talked about Absolutely. You know, him being our MVP favorite for that early part. He he was uh, the, in the top two conversation. I don't think it was, um, you know, I, I, one of those stars that ended up finishing top three. I think it was, man, it, it was Kevin Durant and Jokic, I believe, at the time when it was going. And then, you know, Embiid on the heels and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Giannis always there but yeah. it, it was a race between those two. And then Kevin Durant went down and then Jokic had the advantage and didn't look back. Yeah. So, but yeah. it, it just changed a lot out in Brooklyn. Uh, they're, they're keeping everything together. There were questions about whether Steve Nash should stay. Um, you know, is Kyrie going to stay? He's going to go to LA. That still hasn't been, you know, a, you know, a set in stone, like what's mm-hmm. this guy going to do yet? But, you know, Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. And as long as they get some pieces to formulate around him, cause, uh, you know, with Kevin Durant, you're you're going to be able to contend for things because who is going to stop Kevin Durant on a night-in and night-out basis when he is healthy? Yeah. Not really anybody in the world that can do it, no matter how good of a defender, just because of that length. So there will be a threat Absolutely. in the East, but the East is very deep and it's coming back healthy this year. I mean, the whole league's coming back pretty healthy, knock on wood, but uh, going to yeah. be pretty deep out in the East. Going to be nice and feisty out there. But uh, looking forward to a healthy Kevin Durant mint. I'm looking forward to a full season, hopefully, of a healthy Kevin yeah. Durant. Because I feel like it's been ages now since we've gotten that. When when was the last time? 2018, right? 2018, yeah, because the injury it had happened been. in 19. Still, so.
1: still, still when he was with Golden State.
0: Yeah, so three full seasons. We haven't gotten a healthy Durant for the entirety of it, so need that now, back as, as soon as possible.
1: Drew, do you know how long uh, before we got this news, how long ago it was that uh, Kevin Durant had – had asked about or had requested a trade?
0: Probably a month, maybe.
1: No, it was almost two months ago. This was at was the end months. of June, June 30th. And so we're here warm. we are a week from the end of August. And, I mean, look at that. Like, we, we, we were waiting. You know, we did several episodes, and it was still uncertain the whole time mm-hmm. with, you know, two months of uncertainty with this Brooklyn team. Where, where were they going to go? What were the Lakers going to do? And now the question with, you know, Kevin Durant and, and assumably uh, Kyrie and, and Simmons being able to stay paired up in Brooklyn, what did the Lakers do? Cause there was a lot of talk that once KD was going ship, to be shipped out, Kyrie was next and, and a logical destination was LA. If they get, you know, traded Russell Westbrook back or, or just got rid of him. And, and so that, that, that affects a lot of teams in um, you know, not just Brooklyn. It affects a lot of teams and what they were, you know, Planning or trying to to pull off in this uh, NBA offseason.
0: As currently constructed, where do you see the Brooklyn Nets finishing in the East right now?
1: As currently constructed, I think they're a top six seed. I, I think that that's a pretty fair oh, statement.
0: Well, pick one. I, I, then. I'm well. saying, where do you think they finish? Not, I mean, give it an answer. Pick one, two, three, four, I mean, five, I've, or six.
1: I, I had them. I had them kind of right on the edge of that four-five. That's why I went ahead and just said top six. So I'll say I'll say five, just because you gave made me pick a number. Um, I think this is still a really good team, but I mean, you talk about the talent that Boston added, the defending East champs. Miami's still going to be really really dangerous if you get a healthy season from from all those guys up in Chicago. They were good. You know, Cleveland yeah. was was good and riddled with injuries at the end that yeah. made them drop off. I mean, we Utah know. and and Milwaukee, you know, the, yeah, the, you know, two two seasons ago were just the champs. So, yep. like we talked about, the East is stacked, and you know it's tough for them to rise up too much higher. But I, I think with those three guys, you know, five six is is very respectable in in that race to you know avoid the play in.
0: And can't forget about the ATL Hawks who added Dejounte Murray. So who yeah, knows how much better yeah. the Hawks will be oh, now? So we'll see. It, you know? Yeah, I,
1: I would not be uh, I would not be placing a lot of money on on the you know futures yet until I see it out on the court, especially in the East.
0: Yeah, don't You're just throwing blame away you.
1: money at that time.
0: But I bet I bet a Nets championship bet wouldn't be too bad. I bet the odds would be pretty good in your favor if you took that. But I probably wouldn't take it. <laughs> Just because the East is Not as good as they would have
1: been two months ago, but pretty
0: good. Right, just because the East is just too too even keel nowadays. Um, Moving on, though, we're talking about the East, but let's talk about a team in the West now. The Phoenix Suns' 30th anniversary with these jerseys, at least, uh, are coming about here. The Phoenix Suns coming back with that old-school jersey that they had 30 years ago as... Charles Barkley took the Phoenix Suns to the finals in these Mm -hmm. legendary jerseys. Man, we're going to have to do another Jersey episode at some point this season for sure. Oh, I know, Uh, dude. Streaking Sun is what it's called. The eight, well, yes. no, I guess it's not. The Streaking Sun, the asymm- asymmetrical shorts. One of the most iconic uniforms in NBA history arrived in Phoenix three decades ago in celebration of yeah. their 30th anniversary. The classic rising sunburst uniform is once again bringing the heat to NBA fans with a refreshed look for the upcoming 2022-2023 season. The Nike Hardwood Classic Edition uniform presented by PayPal is a modern version of the cult classic. So fire up that walk, man and take a trip down memory lane.
1: Yeah, did you see the video the Suns posted on their Twitter with, uh, I I believe it was DeAndre Ayton, and he had, like, the – he had the Walkman, and he had, like, the old-school Polaroid and and the old-school video Mm -hmm. camera and everything like that. It's so cool to – get like a 90s nice nostalgia you know we we did a jersey episode in season two drew and i am a big fan of like the retro stuff the the classic looks and and when i heard that they were bringing back this look i was immediately excited i'm not a Suns fan but i'm, I'm thinking i might have to you know especially after that western conference semifinal series i might have to cop me a, a a devin booker uh jersey just because of how clean the the retro look is that Suns team
0: there you go or if, or if anybody wants to get me a uh, a a jersey Phoenix you can get Chris Paul I'll take Chris Paul or Devin Booker little a little birthday present Paul's I'll, take a, I'll, take, a, the, I'll yeah. take a late present you know what I'm saying I'll take late <laughs> present I'm, I'm not picky you
1: got, you got a good you got a good time for your birthday before the season starts I'm already you know my birthday comes like way like the midway point in the season almost close to the All-Star break nobody's going to buy me diddly
0: <laughs> by that point <laughs> A radical change for Phoenix, the sunburst marked the first major redesign of the team's uniforms in more than 20 years. The unis debuted on November 7, 1992, the regular season opener and the first NBA game to be played inside the new arena in the heart of downtown Phoenix. The then-named America West Arena now Footprint Mm -hmm. Center.
1: Yeah, and this I think this is my favorite look that Phoenix has had all the time. Obviously, I I remember the era when they had um, Steve Nash and they had those PHX with the white and the orange and the purple yeah. look, and and those were pretty good. But nothing I I I've been for a long time. I've been a, a fan of most. I'm not gonna say all the '90s looks, but the NBA really got creative in the '90s with with their jerseys, and and I mean th- those are still a lot of those are are my favorites to this day.
0: Yeah. I love the throwback jerseys, like like Cam was talking about in the chat with Jazz with bringing the back purple the, mountains, the, the Purple yeah. Mountains. Yeah, those were those are awesome jerseys. Even if you're not a em. Jazz fan, you really you really like it, and you would buy that jersey probably. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, I'm look- trying
1: to find me an old school Vancouver Grizzlies or a, one there of the go. the the Purple Dinosaur Toronto Raptors look like. There I mean, I'm here for it. I like all the retro stuff, just give it to me.
0: <laughs> Can't wait till we get those new. Uh, get the release of what the jerseys are going to be for all the teams. We will whip out a jersey episode once again yes. when that comes yes, around. Yes, but yes. cop these Phoenix jerseys. These are these are nice throwbacks, tributes to something from 30 years ago. So go cop a Phoenix jersey on Fanatics and shop them with the lowdown. Go to that link tree go. link that we talked about earlier and go get you Absolutely. some Phoenix jerseys. Go ahead. That's, that's we know we uh, we know we got some Sun fans out there.
1: That's where I'm going to be going as soon as the episode's over, I think, Drew.
0: There you go. Sounds like a good idea to me. I'm going to hold <laughs> you to it now that you said that. I'm expecting you to go to Fanatics now, BJ. Uh, I'll go.
1: I might not pull the trigger quite yet on the jersey, no, though. Oh,
0: gosh. I need i got to get That's... paid
1: first. got to get paid. That's all it's right. He's
0: like, I'm going to go <laughs> click the link, but I'm not going to buy anything. All right. <laughs> um, we moving We don't get on. money for,
1: for, for clicks? No? Uh, no. No dinero.
0: Yeah. Uh, no dinero odenero moving on though next up on the nba side of things we want to make sure we talk about a legend in the game mr kobe bryant his birthday yeah. today i believe it was he's gonna be 44 today is that correct BJ?
1: i'm uh, gonna double check i think you're he was right. born in august
0: 23rd 1978 so if we got yep, a little 44. math going on yeah 44 boom 44 kobe bryant would have been today and we all know the tragedy that happened years ago now of him and uh, you know his daughter and the girls on that basketball team and the coach all dying in that critical plane crash. Um, so rest in peace to Kobe and uh, happy birthday. But, uh, I, I tell you, what the
1: world you? has not been same ever since that happened, Drew. Yeah. It still still breaks my heart, even two and a half years later.
0: Wanted to go through some moments of uh, Kobe Bryant's career. Uh, just some memorable things. 24, we're not going to go through all 24, but uh, some of the 24 uh, moments here from, from Yahoo Sports that cooked something up uh, for Kobe Bryant's moments and some quotes from the Lakers legend on his on his birthday. Uh, one of them is Kobe winning the dunk contest back in 1997. Kobe going against Michael Jordan, his idol, in the 1998 NBA All-Star Game. Yeah. Kobe and Shaq, the iconic Game 7 alley-oop 22 years ago.
1: Wow. Mm. Back in June, right?
0: Yeah. And uh, Kobe and the Lakers, of course, three-peat as champions in 2000, 2001, 2002. Yeah. Kobe Bryant's posterizer on rookie Dwight Howard. His 81 points against the, the Raptors back in 2006.
1: Yeah, that was an amazing scoring barrage.
0: And the Olympic gold medal he won with the Redeemed team, and that documentary is going to be coming out uh, soon, produced by LeBron James and Wayne Wade. Probably should have thrown that into uh, the to the topic today. I actually forgot about that. But, yes, the Redeemed team is working on a doc. Uh, awesome. Or- LeBron James and Dwayne Wade are working on a talk about the Redeem team.
1: Yeah.
0: There you go. Like
1: we might have to do a movie review one episode.
0: Yeah. Um, Kobe Bryant, uh, the illustrious. Pro- you probably saw this video. A lot of people um, have seen this video before of him and Matt Barnes, when Matt Barnes was on the Magic, where Matt Barnes is trying to – he's throwing an inbound pass. He he fakes like he's going to throw it in Kobe fa- Kobe's face, pump fakes it, Kobe does not flinch, Yeah, and he, and he throws it in. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, uh, I one definitely still have the seen that. Today. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. iconic.
0: Kobe getting his fifth championship over the Celtics twelve years ago. Uh, let's see what we got here. Kobe ending his career with the sixty-point game against the Jazz yeah. in twenty sixteen.
1: I'll never forget that man. Mm.
0: Both of his numbers being retired by the Lakers: number eight and number twenty four. Yeah. And Kobe winning an Oscar for Dear Basketball based on a poem he wrote ahead of his NBA retirement.
1: Yeah, I know you didn't mention it, Drew, but I think one of my earliest memories that I have of watching Kobe, uh, you know, because I I watched basketball every now and again when I was real little, but I kind of didn't really pay attention to players or teams or anything like that until I was in, you know, almost in middle school, late elementary school era. And one of the most iconic things I remember from from Kobe Bryant was that game winner he had in the playoffs in in the matchup with the Suns. I think it was in the first round, um, and and just keeping that series you know really competitive and, and giving Phoenix a run for their money with a clearly overmatched Lakers team where he basically had to do it all on his own. That was that was kind of my introduction to Kobe Bryant.
0: Definitely grew more to love Kobe outside of uh, his basketball life as opposed to during basketball because it was people were trying yeah. to put my 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 uh my boy LeBron below Kobe and I was having those LeBron versus Kobe battles as I yeah. was growing up so I could never be full on like show love to Kobe as a player. Yeah. That- always doing it because i was always having to fight that lebron versus kobe stuff but kobe is still a fantastic player and absolutely happy birthday happy 40 what would have been 44 um moving on now to uh it's bj's time it's uh
1: my time
0: bj's best
1: all right drew well i know you know what starts up this week but for those that may not know this is week one of the Texas high school football season. Starting up this week, both Drew and I will be otherwise preoccupied. So if you're trying to you know, get a hold of us on Friday night, don't because you won't be able to. I already go ahead and tell you that. We'll both be doing some play-by-play broadcast of high school football. And so, Drew, in honor of Texas high school football returning for BJ's Best this week, I wanted to talk about... Some of these predictions that Dave Campbell's has done in their annual uh, magazine that they release every year, some preseason predictions for state championships, uh, we'll go from 6A to 3A. I think that's a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good list of of championship teams that – that we can talk about, you know, last year, there were really good teams uh, in all classifications that won. You could talk about the Gilmers of the world, the Carthages, you know, even going down to uh, you go down to Shiner. Shiner was a 2A champion last year, as was uh, Lorena, I believe. So, you know, it, it really tests your knowledge of, on, you know, how many teams, you know, but I'm, I'm not going to go that far down. I'm going to give you the 6A state championship predictions. We'll talk about, and then I'll go from, 6A to 3A, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, each one of these teams. So are you ready, Drew?
0: I'm ready, like SpongeBob.
1: All right, you're ready, you're ready, you're ready for some football. Mm. So in the 6A ranks, Dave Campbells has Austin Westlake predicted to repeat as state champions again um, As in 6A Division One, coming out of Region 4, defeating Lake Travis along the way. It does not say who they would defeat in the state title game, but Austin Westlake, the team to beat in 6A Division One, in your mind?
0: I don't know a whole lot about uh, anything outside my division or my district. <laughs> BJ, I ain't got to lie to you. Um, you know, just got back into college, or I got into high school football last year, so I had to yeah. learn. Had to learn some 5A last year. Got to learn 5, 4A this year. So I'm gonna go with yes.
1: Yeah, that they just lost Cade Klipnick. Uh, this Westlake team did but i think they're still going to be the team to beat coming out of 6A Division 1 going down to 6A Division 2 Southlake Carroll is predicted as the state champions from 6A Division 2 obviously we won't get to a repeat of that uh, Westlake Southlake Carroll state championship a couple of years ago that had uh uh oh um uh, shoot you can do it. i yeah, I know. It's 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 drawn a blank, but I know it's um, Dodge, the Dodge Bowl, they called it, because Riley was the head coach of South Lake Carroll. His father is the head was the head coach. I think he retired after last season. Uh Todd Dodge was the head coach of Westlake and they matched up in the twenty twenty state championship in six A. So now they're both projected to be state champions, Westlake and Carroll. Uh Carroll will be coming out of region one in division two and they would defeat Probably it says Katie. I think is who they would face, but they'd have to go through a team like a Dinton Guyer along the way. What do you think about South Lake Carol's a state champion?
0: No, give me Denton Guyer.
1: You got Denton Geyer? Yeah. Well, when you got I a kid like Geyer. yeah, when you got a kid like Jackson Arnold, it it definitely makes that Dinton Geyer team a tough out. They they don't have a. Uh, Rodney Webb is head coach anymore uh, at uh, Denton Geyer. He went and took an AD job, I believe, at Highland Park. But it'll be interesting to watch this Geyer team uh, all season long. So we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk some 5A. We're going to talk 5A Division One, And the pick to win the state championship from 5A Division One is the Longview Lobos coming out of Region 2, taking down Frisco Lone Star, didn't ryan and college station along the way what do you think about that drew no no who you got
0: i don't know i don't know i, just <laughs> not, I didn't expect to hear a little uh long view
1: no i didn't expect it either i mean i think you when you talk about teams and in, in 5a you've got Alido that joined uh the 581 ranks this year they're a perennial powerhouse you've got Frisco Lone Star that's always a player College Station I think just won it last year so I was not expecting Longview to be the pick since uh, they have not been to the state title since Haynes King was there I don't believe uh it'll be interesting though in the 5A division one race Cam going with uh El Paso El Dorado that's I believe where where he went to high school so he's he's showing a little bias there all right, uh, 5A Division Two. The uh, both of uh, both the of our teams are familiar with that. You guys were up there in 5A D two last year, and we remain in 5A D two this year. Uh, the pick is South Oak Cliff to go back to back. They will defeat Lovejoy, Argyle, and Fort Ben Marshall along the way. What do you think about that, Drew?
0: I say no. I think Lovejoy finally gets past.
1: Ooh, yeah. You know, I mean. They've been to the regional final the last two years and then lost to the eventual state champions. They bring back ten offensive starters. I think they could legitimately have a case to be the 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 ones to win it all this year.
0: I think it's time.
1: I mean, a third time is the charm, according to Drew in five A Division two. All right, shift gears. We'll talk four A Division one and Drew. Sulphur so Springs not the pick, unfortunately. To him. <laughs> The I state sure championship. Hope not. <laughs> but the pick is from Region 2. It is Stephenville taking down China Spring, Dumas, and Tyler Chapel Hill. What do you think about the Stephenville team coming out and winning 4A-D-1 this year?
0: I'm going to rock with Tyler Chapel Hill.
1: Chapel Hill is a good team coming out of Region 3. I think they my cousin,
0: he's tough. coaching out there. Come on now. Ooh,
1: heck yeah. Awesome. I'll be cheering for Chapel Hill for you, then. I'll tell you that. There you go. And then for a Division II, this is a name that you should be very familiar with. Uh, saw this uh, saw this team. They knocked my team out of the playoffs in 2019. That would be the Carthage Bulldogs. They're predicted to beat Pleasant Grove, Wichita Falls, Hershey, and West Orange Stark to make it and win the state title yet again. What do you think about Carthage, Drew?
0: I'ma go. Yeah, probably. They win yeah, the, a lot of championships.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the nickname that we always had for for them was Carnage because it seemed like there was nothing in their path that they could not go through and destroy. So and
0: nothing you can do about it.
1: No, nothing you can do about it. Not one bit. All right. Did get upset the,
0: last year though, right?
1: No, I think they won last year. I think it was 2020 that they got upset because they won it all in 2019. And then they, I think they won it all last year. Um,
0: I don't know. I'll, I, I, I can like double check. I feel like I saw something, but they got upset.
1: I'll, I'll double check for you. You know what? I'll do that for you. We'll talk about 3A, though, real quick. Last but not least, in this Texas high school state ranks. In 3A Division One, the pick is in – and- no actually it is brock brock is projected to come out of region one taking down shallow water mount vernon and franklin so not not lorraine who won it last year it's actually brock predicted to be the state champions in 3a division one
0: it's definitely possible i mean that's a tough road though if you got to go through mount or mount pleasant
1: it's Mount Vernon.
0: Mount Vernon, yeah. It's up road if you gotta go through
1: Mount Mount Vernon. Yeah, Mount Vernon. Um, I know our Briles stepped down. Uh, I believe it was before last season, was it not? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. So but he's no longer the coach out there. One of his old uh, assistants is the head guy out there.
1: You were right. It was last year. They won in 2019, <laughs> 2020, but it was last year. Yeah. You 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 know, it was for like Ray fourth than round or
0: something. Time. Well, like I just saw, like there was a picture. Of uh of of the end result, like it was like these bouta die champions out of this many years just went down yeah. and round whatever. I saw a yeah. picture of them on the football field and everything. I was like, ah. <laughs> I don't remember who beat them. Did you see who's who it said beat them?
1: No, but looking back, the likely suspect was you know a, a probably like a team West Orange Stark I think might have been it, but I, I can't I couldn't find who beat them. It just says after a stumble last year. Okay. Didn't say who they, they lost to. Uh, last but not least, 3A Division two, the uh, state champion prediction for this year, Drew, is Gunner. They lost the title game last year, and this would be their third state championship. They would have to go through Holiday, Canadian, and Newton in order to be the state champions. Uh, what say you in 3A, D2? I'm with that. Yeah, I think I think Dunner is going to be a really good team uh, again this year. And so that is some of – I'm not going to give away the whole bacon. You'll have to get your own Dave Campbell's copy if you'd like to see the 2A and 1A ranks uh, state championship predictions. But welcome back, Texas high school football. And, and boy, I mean, it's, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it uh, took as long as it normally does, but at some points it did feel like it dragged on an eternity in between last season and now.
0: Yeah, I think the initial was the slowest part. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So that's Um... BJ's best, Drew. There you go, BJ's best once again. BJ's on top of it, and you over here talking about football, man. You know, high school football is back. College football is also back, and I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready for sir. all this football to be back in full swing. So just like I know what to expect during the week and on the weekends, so I can see these games. Uh, it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, the great offers that are at DraftKings Sportsbook. Celebrate the best time of year. People say it's football season. I like basketball season. But the best time of year, that's right now, uh, where new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, whether you win or lose.
1: Yeah, that's right, Drew. Week zero is starting up in college football this Saturday, and then there's going to be Five full days of college football action starting next Thursday, all the way through the following Monday. In fact, you've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday—five full days of for Labor Day weekend of college football action. And in honor of that, I'm going to give you some of the games that I like this weekend, Drew. Ooh. I like Nebraska as a 13-point favorite over Northwestern on Saturday, and I'll give me—you know what? Give me Charlotte plus seven. I'm going to go with the underdog pick there okay. at FAU. So I'm going to give you a couple games uh, there that I really like. And so if that's not enough action for you, if you can't wait till week one, don't worry. You can also place a same game parlay for a shot in an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team's going to win, which team will be the first to score, and much, much more. And best of all, Drew, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can pay, place your money, you can deposit your cash, and withdraw it whenever you want.
0: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
1: 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew. I know we talk about it each week, and you always say you've got a lot on your mind. Maybe you're talking uh, thinking about amused Field with all that rain that came down. looked like it had a bubble in it, Drew. Um, maybe that's not what's on your mind, though, this week. So why don't you go ahead and, and end the suspense and tell me what's on your mind this week.
0: Well, BJ... It's definitely it's not that rain. That rain is a little bit annoying. I did slip in a puddle going to lunch today and fall on my oh, knee. No. It was very painful. No. It was a very painful experience. I did not appreciate it. Uh, no. But uh one thing is you guys will appreciate it's something I appreciated that happened on my birthday, and it's one of the two things we're talking about that's on Drew's mind today. And at BJ is the house of the dragon. Oh, You got a
1: review? Spoiler-free review, I hope. Oh, no.
0: Ah, yes.
1: copyrights just came after us, man.
0: Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon is here. And it came in in a big way, BJ. House of the Dragons debut on Sunday, August 21st. My beloved birthday is officially the most-watched series premiere of 2022, surpassing Mm -hmm. Euphoria Season 2 and Stranger Things 4. Wow. It is the largest, or best, I should say, best debut for an HBO show ever. The biggest series premiere in HBO history, brought in 10 million viewers in the United States man man
1: people have been missing the game of thrones i guess drew
0: man the house of the dragon they were all on pins and needles waiting for it people were tweeting up a storm during the show the hashtags are still alive and well people have the Drakara sap and their little dragons and everything we were prepared bj for this to come about we have been waiting three long years for some more game of thrones content okay and even all the people yeah. that were upset at the end of Game of Thrones, they were—they're all back now, <laughs> and in full force to watch House of the Dragon. And BJ, you have absolutely no excuse to not watch this series.
1: Well, you know, it's funny all. because I saw something that I wanted to bring up with you uh, separately, but we can do it on the podcast. It says it's this tweet. It's it's from—it's uh, not anybody that I follow, but I saw this tweet that says. I have a very huge respect for those who didn't watch Game of Thrones at all. Not even a single episode, even with all the noise made online, offline about it. These set of people cannot be affected by social pressure, peer pressure, or any kind of pressure in the world. wonder what you think about That's that.
0: That's false. That's not true at all. What's <laughs> the dang show? You're going to like it anyway, golly, and you don't even have to pay for anything <laughs> to watch it, BJ. You're killing me here.
1: <laughs> well you're right yeah, i mean i
0: hate sci-fi jesus
1: no it's not even that i just i never really you know thought that the premise was for me when it first started and i heard a lot of people talking about it and i just hadn't had a chance to really sit down and watch it so maybe i'll give it a shot uh, later this week once i like after a, maybe a friday night game or something like that when i can't sleep <sighs> oh, i don't
0: you're lying okay um no need not, to not necessarily live the podcast. Not telling not the truth. Lying. Okay, all right.
1: I don't know about that.
0: Anyway, B J, <laughs> your fibs that you're telling over here, these non-truths. Uh, <sighs> continuing my talk about house of the dragon there's been you know a lot of tweets as i said came out with the hashtag hashtag house of the dragon hashtag h-o-d-t house of the dragon of course and there were some comparisons that i thought were very interesting um those that have seen game of thrones and got to see the first episode of house of the dragon you can indulge with me um there have been comparisons of mr otto hightower who is the current hand of the king in house of the dragon to littlefinger from Game of Thrones, which I've actually talked with uh, one of my best friends about this. And we actually found a more comparison to Tywin Lannister than Littlefinger. Maybe it's a mixture of both. I want to want to see what you guys think out there. But I think it's maybe more Tywin than Littlefinger. Because Otto Hightower is coming in here with a name. Littlefinger had no name, no land, no titles, no uh, anything. Uh, just kind of fighting to make his way through schemes and, well, I don't want to say schemes and plots, because Tyrion's schemes and plots are the same thing. I don't want to get caught in that right now. (laughs) Um, But no, uh, Otto Hightower being compared to Littlefinger, that's some of the things right there. Uh, One of my friends pointed out the difference in the look of the dragons in House of the Dragon. Like, they don't all look the same like they did in Game of Thrones. Like, Mm -hmm. we noticed, like, uh, Daemon Targaryen's dragon has, like, a spiky-looking tail, and like uh, Syraxes, uh who is uh, Rhaenyra's dragon, has like a longer looking neck uh, to me, and like a small head. So like that- they look, the dragons are looking different. They're supposed to be about nineteen in this series, and we've only seen two so far. But they they already have differences compared to the dragons we saw in Game of Thrones.
1: So you're you're saying that that's uh, because the dragons are supposed to be younger? Is that maybe just a different visual effect or something, maybe? No, not younger.
0: I mean, it's just to show that uh, I guess that they're all not going to look the same. Like, we've seen those you know, all three of those dragons that Daenerys had, they all looked the same, you know, just one was bigger than the rest and they were different colors, but you know, you know, kind of how they were structured, the face, the body tail, yeah. kind of the same thing with those three, but these are a bit different in house of the dragon. It seems yeah. uh, so yeah. far. So I'm interested to see what the rest of the dragons look like. Uh, we saw some familiar house names come about and we've seen that some of them in the trailer. Uh, one that people are especially pointing to Rick on of Winterfell, uh, definitely a name that people are going to look out for you know the starks everybody knows how prominent they were in game of thrones so as soon as mm-hmm. they saw rick on stark in this they were they have their eyes glued to the tv to, to take a look about this and oh my goodness i'm just yeah. coming out uh oh wow i'm just coming across this but this is astounding little comparison look-alike here so uh bj you've you've seen shrek right
1: yes yeah
0: but you know princess fiona yeah Okay, so you remember what she looks like, the red hair, green dress.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Somebody's got a side by side picture of her uh oh, with dear. Alice at Hightower from House of the Dragon. And Uh-oh. they're wearing like similar things. So like there's a comp there. That's that's kind of funny that they I mean, she is redheaded, she's wearing this green dress, this necklace. It adds up. It, it's it's that's kind of crazy.
1: So Shrek is, is Canon in the Game of Thrones universe, then I'm guessing?
0: Huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, shut up! No. Um, Did you just but, tell me to shut up? Nope. Uh, House okay. of the Dragon <laughs> right now is uh definitely something. It had some stuff within the show in the first episode. It's going to keep you kind of glued to your TV. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much and to spoil it for anybody. Uh, Daemon Targaryen going to be. Uh, a character I think people are like, gonna like throughout the course of the series, but just wanted to mention some House of Dragons stuff today. Make sure you guys are watching every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Time on HBO Max. That includes you, PJ. Well, I've it. got a lot so, of
1: catching up before I probably start this show, so. Catching up to what? Well, don't I? Do I have to watch Game of Thrones to understand No, House this the is dragon?
0: a prequel, Goofball.
1: Oh, well, okay, but. I mean, Better Call Saul is a prequel to Breaking Bad, but there's certain things that... You don't have that... to
0: see Breaking Bad before you watch Better Call Saul.
1: No, but it makes it... You can appreciate some of the things they did with Better Call Saul and... better having watched Breaking Bad first. I, I, That's my argument, at least. I
0: mean, sure, but... I mean, you can watch Game of Thrones going along with it, but we know you're not going to sit down and watch Game of Thrones, so why even bring it up? Just watch the dang House of the Dragon, BJ, and be satisfied <laughs> with watching your prequel. Goodness. All right. Secondly okay. on Drew's mind today is Halloween Ends. Hashtag Halloween Ends. Um, last Halloween movie coming out. It's finally ending in this ginormous well, sequence of Halloween movies that have been going on since feels like the dawn of time
1: 1978 yeah i think it was the first uh, right. one so uh, give give, hat, it, give it 5 more years it'll probably be back, back for its 50th yeah you're right
0: 1978 was the first one that came out you got a, a bunch of them the 1978 and original halloween one halloween 2 in 1981 halloween 4 the return of michael myers in 1988 halloween 5 the revenge of michael myers in 89 Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers in '95. <laughs> Halloween, age twenty. Yeah. Twenty years later in mm-hmm. 1998. Halloween: Resurrection, 2002. Halloween in 2018. Yeah, the 40th. Halloween Kills last year. I watched that. Halloween 2007.
1: Oof, Halloween two gosh. 2009. Golly. Halloween three:
0: <laughs> Season of the Witch in 1982. Lord. And that's how many of there are there? I I think that was it. Yeah, okay. I
1: I feel like I need uh, you know, I feel like I need a breath of fresh air after hearing all that.
0: Goodness, yeah, a bunch of them. And I'm glad it's saying ends and we don't get any more of these doggone Halloween movies. And now one of these suckers can finally die. I don't know how they're gonna kill Michael Myers based on what I've seen, but
1: I'm telling you that they're not going to or they're going to bring him back. They've got a 50th anniversary that. To celebrate here in a few years, they're they're gonna find a way to bring it back again. They 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 won't let it die.
0: <laughs> probably let can't. it die for let it die for five for years, years. Announce yeah. that they're gonna have it drop on the the anniversary and like yeah. Halloween. It's gonna be called Halloween really ends. <laughs> H50 or Halloween or like Halloween that. ends yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Age yeah. <laughs> fifty. Yeah. Definitely feel like that's gonna happen. Halloween age fifty. Yeah.
1: Has it has to. It has to. I can't imagine them not doing that.
0: It'll be like Jamie Lee Curtis's grand grandkids and stuff in this show.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, she's still alive and still in them. So if she's still ah, kidding in, in part of 50, she's, then.
0: I don't know if she's going to make it six more years.
1: I hope I hope you're wrong. It looks hope
0: old, won. yo. She looks really old. I'm sorry. Uh, um, But Halloween ends, hopefully will end after this one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's going to be released in theaters and on Peacock on October fourteenth. BJ, are you going to go watch it?
1: No, I'm not a big fan of the Halloween movies. I've I've seen the original and that's pretty good, but I mean, they when you get bogged down in all the sequels, it's just too
0: much. I've, I've heard go good
1: things it. about the new three though, so
0: I'm going to go see it just because. I mean, why not at this point? Might as well go see I it. I can't.
1: I can't fault you for that. I'll tell Camp you. Cam says
0: the OG Halloween is the goat one said yeah saw the Halloween in trailer before bullet train it was good re-released the original Halloween Whew.
1: I can agree I can agree calling with all for, those statements
0: calling for it all here cam well that is <laughs> that's it that's all of what's on drew's mind today gave you a little double whammy today you know I couldn't go without mentioning house of the dragon and then Halloween yeah god it just seems to pop up and pop up again people are already decorating for it I've got one of my <laughs> one of my I mean, at this apartment complex, just downstairs, they've already got a, a a mat for their for their door that says "spooky" on it. They're already ready. <laughs> and here we they, go. They it's want the done. they
1: want the heat to go away. They want fall and, and and Halloween to be here. So I can't can't fault them there.
0: Already spooky season. Um, well, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, Drew. Before we shift gears and talk about the WNBA playoffs, we saw some pretty good news come out today about the women's college basketball tournament. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. This is uh, just earlier today from The Athletic and Richard Deitch. He says that the NCAA Women's Basketball National Championship game will be moved to ABC for the next two seasons. So starting next year on Sunday, April 2nd at 3 p.m. Eastern, so that would be 2 Central, the championship game will air on ABC from the American Airlines Center here in Dallas. Uh, the Final form semifinal matchups will still air on ESPN, at 7 and nine thirty eastern on march 31st the friday before uh espn has said they're planning to place the title game on abc both next year and the following year those are the only two tournaments they have left on their contract and i, I would imagine that they're trying to renew and extend that and and that would continue to place it on abc for years to come you know they you talked about Drew, Network TV, and and really this this year we saw every tournament game like similar with the men's tournament broadcast by the ESPN Family Networks. And I thought it did a really good job of helping to grow more viewers to the tournament and having the title game on Network TV, I think, will be a good thing as well. Because I don't know if you remember this, Drew, but back in the day, um, in the 80s and the 90s, CBS also broadcasted the women's uh, national championship game as well as the men's on that Sunday before the men's uh, national title game. Uh, and then it, they stopped airing it after 1995, and then ESPN took over from there, and, and they have helped it to, to grow ever since. So um, I, think, I think that uh, this would be a very good move. It's, uh, you know, compared to, la- to earlier this year where they were competing with the Grammys, I, mm-hmm. I think that moving it up earlier in the day Will, will help with the competition and putting it on network TV should get more eyeballs on, uh, you know, the women's national title game.
0: For sure. Everybody's got ABC that's got, you know, national mm-hmm.
1: TV. And you could know. get ABC with just a makeshift satellite, you know, as long as it's got one of those HD tuners on
0: it. But definitely about time, but it's, uh, Gonna be gonna be nice to see it, you know, and it's gonna be great to not have to compete with anything else when when it's on. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. Absolutely, great news, great news BJ. Um, while we're on the yeah. subject of women's basketball, let's talk about that WNBA that's been going on, BJ. You wanna do? I'll do a little quick screen share for my people okay. over here on uh, ye old YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter.
1: Twitter, yeah.
0: WNBA playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. One side of the bracket has been decided, as you see, a couple of sweeps. Vegas with a sweep of Phoenix and Seattle with the surprising sweep of Washington. That series everyone expected to go three for sure, but it didn't. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think and, that's the most surprising result so far, at least to me.
0: And this right side of the bracket is the time where you've got some game threes. One of them's happening tonight and that is Chicago versus New York. Uh, BJ, this series going to three games. Uh, remind us of your prediction, and are you sticking with it for yeah, Sky so game three? I,
1: I said Sky in three, and that's what I'm sticking with, but I would not be a bit surprised with New York having the home court advantage. I expect it to be a really close game, much closer than game two was because Chicago came out just flat-out PO'd in that game two after losing in a close one. In, in game one, uh, but with the talent that both these teams have, I expect it to be a really close back and forth game all throughout. But I think the sky, I think the sky eke it out.
0: I hope so, hope so, BJ. Love, love me some Candace Parker, and I ho- hope they can mm-hmm. make it to the semifinals. Uh, it would make for a a good good rematch with these. People at the bottom, I think, that are going to burst through for Game 3. BJ, and I'm going to go ahead and jump the gun on you here. I think (laughs) Dallas Wings can slide through and get a Game 3 victory. The place is going to be packed. Uh, Already got report of uh, UTA women's uh, basketball coach Sharika Wright. Bought 200, 250 tickets for you know, kids in, in town of Arlington for them to come to the game. So the place is going to be packed. Kids are going to be screaming. My ears are, ears are going to be bleeding. Um, <laughs> but this is the first first home game for this team in its history, and it's a Game 3 situation to move on to the semifinals that it has it never, never seen before. Um, yeah. It would be quite a lot to throw in one season for its first playoff victory. Uh, to turn into a first playoff series victory to a first playoff semifinal appearance uh, yeah. in one year. Do some very Dallas Mavericks-like stuff. Do a lot of things you hadn't seen in a while from the Mavericks. Very they have true. a special very season true. where They end up in their own semifinals themselves on their side of the things. So hopefully ours end a little bit different. But it would guarantee uh, at least one more game at the College Park Center, provided they win tomorrow night. And, BJ, like I said, I got, I'm flipping it. I got Dallas – winning in three okay. to face the sky and have a rematch of last year's first round.
1: I like that, Drew. I, I think that I'm, I'm actually kind of stoked with, with you talking about uh, what, with, with the UTA coach buying tickets and encouraging there to be a lot of people in attendance. I wish I could make it. I, I unfortunately cannot tomorrow, but I'm definitely going to be watching and supporting from home. Uh, I'm going to stick with my original pick sun and three. I'm not doubting that the wings can't do it. Oh man, I really, really hope I'm wrong though. Um, you know, it's, it's been watching that fourth quarter in game two. you know, the wings were up by so much that they kind of just punted at the fourth quarter and, and put the game, you know, they, they're like, well, we don't have to worry. We're up by, you know, 30. And then, all of a sudden, you know, here come over like a five, six minute stretch in that, that fourth quarter, it was down to a ten point game and, and you're like, Oh crap, we gotta make some shots. And thankfully, when it mattered, they did make those shots to get that win. But you feel like that was gonna be a choke for a secondary group?
0: Yeah, BJ, you reminded me about that now, that, you know, they were up by, you know, 30-plus and, you know, let it whittle down yeah. to just a 10-point victory. That just makes yeah. me feel like Connecticut was slowly figuring them out as the night went on, and I'm hoping that is not the case. And that just mm. the, the, the pure energy in the College Park Center and the will to, you know, get to the next round, you know, just pulls them over Connecticut you know, Connecticut would really be in a bad way if, if they lose this. And, you know, I said if, if they don't win the championship, this I think they should blow it up. And, you know, I, they're going to lose B. Jones in the offseason no matter what. And I just yeah. I don't know how things are going to work with this same unit trying it again and again. I think it's time to, to, to mix it up and have something new in Connecticut if they cannot beat Dallas tomorrow night.
1: Or yeah, that's what tonight
0: I was, as you guys are listening to this podcast. But that's
1: what I was kind of just about to ask was if, if if Connecticut doesn't win. I mean, we talked about how much disappointment it would be if, if Connecticut couldn't even get to the championship. But what if they can't even get to the semifinals? I mean, you could really be looking at the end of the the Sun as we know them, and they could really you know try to blow it all up. I, I don't expect that, but I also am, am saying that I think the Sun win. i I think Drew of the two, I'm more. Leaning towards the wings, pulling it off over the Liberty. But I mean, I I'm gonna go with my gut here, and I'm gonna take the higher seeds, and and I'm hope I'm proven wrong at least in one of these because I think it would be great. I think it would be great to have a Chicago Dallas just to have Sabrina and Enrique I know Erika's so I don't know if, if she'd be back for the semis if, if Dallas made it. But I mean, I I want to see a Sabrina in the semifinals.
0: She is in practice right now, so she will, uh, so probably join the join the team for semifinals. She's just missing this first round. That was a for sure thing. So, mm-hmm. I anticipate Enrique playing in round two, uh, provided they win. So yeah. far, the higher seeds have won on the uh, in the playoffs so far to advance. I think at least one of these lower seeds will jump, and I hope it's hope it's our Dallas squad. Hope it's our Dallas squad. Yeah. Those are the WNBA playoffs and and how we see. That's shaking out here at the bottom. Uh, we made some predictions uh, before about uh, you know, the first round, so we'll we'll advance and, and make some more picks. Um, well, let's see. There's going to be a game, actually, between... No, let's go ahead and make it while we're here. There's going to be The uh, series is going to start already by the time we get to uh, another episode next week, yeah. between the Aces and the Storm, BJ. So in the semifinals, mm-hmm. Aces Storm... Who do you have advancing on to the WNBA Finals?
1: And as you mentioned, Drew, these this next two rounds, the semis and the finals are both best of fives as opposed to best of threes, and we're hoping that eventually at some point the first round will also become a best of five series. I'm, I'm not going to go against the Aces. I've been high on them since before the season started, and I'm not changing my tune. I think that it's going to be the Aces winning in Four games over the Storm. And unfortunately, Ooh. Bird and Stewie will not get to get one more title on Jewel Lloyd before Bird retires. And and who knows where uh, Stewie and Jewel Lloyd, if they decide to go elsewhere, who knows where they end up in the offseason. season? be interesting.
0: Storm and in five. Ooh. Storm in five. The Aces oh. are known for their abrupt failures in reaching the finals and accomplishing the goal in the finals. And mm-hmm. I think they'll just all but be themselves and it, it, happen again and Seattle will make their way to the finals again. And well, I think, I think they're going to go ahead and come away with it probably if they make the WNBA finals, but we'll see. It uh, yeah, depends on we'll who's see. on the other side of things. I,
1: I think, I think if, if uh, you know, we talked about this matchup and we go a little bit more in depth here. I think that the aces have been, the best team at shutting down what Seattle likes to do all year. And then that's, you know, get the – pass it around and find the the deep three-point shot. I think Aces – you know, Seattle has had the most struggles against the Aces when it comes to getting and making a lot of their deep shots. So, you know, Stewie and Jewel are going to have to, you know, get inside and, and get into the interior. It's, it's going to be a really good defensive series. I think, you know, we, we're, we're going to see, obviously, votes for defensive player of the year – had to be sent in after the regular season. But, you know, we could really see who was the DPOY in the series, whether or not they actually get the award based on who wins the
0: series. I think the biggest difference maker in this series, and it might actually – I might be changing my pick in real time, um, but just the fact – the guard situation. um, You got two all-WNBA guards, all-WNBA worthy guards, and and Jackie Young – and Mm -hmm. uh, Kelsey Plum, and not to mention Chelsea Gray. They've they've got such heavy guard power this year. It's usually their phenomenal. they have to miss that you always have problems with. But all those guards, I think that's going to set the tone. If they have a good series, then I think they can beat them in five. Because, like, I mean, January, she'll be able to guard one of them, but she can't guard all three. And Sue's not going to have the energy to just keep up with a Chelsea Grace, you know, Jackie Young and uh, Kelsey Plum all night. You know and i mean they're both on the edge of retirement so i mean you know they're probably going to shift some gabby williams up there to check uh you know maybe uh golly probably jackie young um i I don't know but they're gonna have to get interesting with the defensive matchups because that's that's a that's a three-headed monster in vegas and that's that's a good matchup for vegas you know as far as the guard play goes versus seattle so Okay, I take it back. Uh, Vegas in five. Vegas in five. And right. uh, it's it's for that alone. You know, if, okay. if they had one more, you know, guard defender out there to help out January, mm-hmm. then I think it was possible. But, you know, that's just yeah. a three-headed monster that's it's playing at, a, at another level. You're not going to be able yeah. to handle probably. So Vegas and five there. Um, I, like and I like it. I like it. Is your bit of WNBA playoff action. Uh, let's do some with it or quit it. All
1: uh, right, and wait. don't worry if, if you're worried about our other semifinal preview. I think we'll try to plan something special for our TikTok mm, when that okay. matchup gets uh, gets finalized. So Be on the lookout for that. Check us out on socials at Linktree there, and everything up top, the underscore lowdown.
0: Wait, over there. Yeah. Now, time for some with it or quit it. We ask okay. five questions to one another when we don't have a guest. And I've got a good bit of five questions for Mr. BJ here today. So, BJ, you ready to get rocking?
1: I'm ready. Let's get at her.
0: All right, BJ. BJ, number 1. Ball is life. With it or quit it.
1: Such a broad statement. With it. Yes, ball there you is go. life.
0: Ball is <laughs> life. Simple. Simple,
1: sweet, and to the point,
0: right? (laughs) Number two. You, Mr. BJ, prefer action movies as opposed to scary movies. With it or quit it?
1: Yeah, definitely with it. Um, I'm not big into the, you know, a lot of the scary movies these days are just filled with, like, you know, blowing up pineapples and, and watermelon to make it look like blood and and gore and, and guts and everything like that. And and I just really don't care for it. You know, they do cheap jump scares that, you know, I mean, yeah, they might be scary to some, but it just, there's not really much to the plot other than just loud music and, and then, oh no, what was that? So, you know, they just don't really do a whole lot for the, you know, the plot of the movie, at least with the action. Yeah. You're going to have loud noises, explosions and, and everything like that. But you know, there is a reason why Liam Neeson is trying to get his daughter back or whatever the, the action movie might be. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger has to, to go and do something, or or you know, Jean Claude Van Damme. I know I'm I'm aim naming some, you know, older action heroes, but you know, you get my kind of my drift. So I'm gonna say with it.
0: There you have it. Number three. You've kinda already answered this, but I just see if you Want to change your mind or not? Uh, the Dallas <laughs> okay. Wings make the WNBA semifinals. With it or quit it?
1: I know I already answered. I, I don't. I don't like going back on my word. I, I'm hoping I'm wrong with my prediction from there. So, fine. Why not? With it, let's do it. Hey, Come on, give me the upset. Give me the okay. upset. Give me the upset. Go Wings.
0: Okay, we might have a we might have all five with us today, ladies and gentlemen. We're on a roll. Let's see what we can do. We've got a
1: little ways to go.
0: Number four. You, BJ Laudermilk, would rather go bald than to lose your beard. With it or quit it.
1: Go bald or lose my beard. I have never thought about this before. Because, like, <laughs> you better you know, start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm going gray. So I, I've okay. got early onset gray. So one of these days we'll be doing an episode. It'll be like, who's that guy sitting next to Drew? It's like, wait a minute. That's BJ? Like, oh, my gosh. Because he's got a full head of gray. And if it gets to be that point where, you know, in like five or so years, I'm just full head of gray, I might as well just go bald. So, yeah, I look a lot different without facial hair then I think without my head of hair, I'm going to say with it. I'm going to go with it again. Four for I've four. I've
0: never seen you without your beard, so I figured that I'll, would be the answer.
1: I'll, I'll send you a picture. I've, I've had, you know, I've had, uh, I've had. in fact, it wasn't that long ago. It was a few years ago that I was clean, clean shaven for a uh, little bit movie role, so. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, all right, we're four for four. Four for four. The last truth. one. We have only ever one time had five straight with it, and I did it. I don't yeah. remember which episode so it was, but I did it. I don't know. I'm
1: the only one that's done it. Camp, Camp feels a little has bit not differently. He says he shaved, so he didn't, he didn't do the facial hair as opposed to you know, going bald.
0: I think I would rather probably... I don't know. I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> well, on. Hey, I,
1: I had to a- answer it. So I'm, I'm going to write that down for next week.
0: <laughs> number five. <laughs> number five. The Sulphur Springs Wildcats this season will have a better overall record than the Crandall pirates with it or quit it.
1: You picked that one for number five. When we got a four for four street going on.
0: <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get this far. I thought you were going to quit it on the, Wings.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe I should have. But
0: my four no, I, 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 Air 5A.
1: I, I legitimately I think there's good you're gonna have a better record than last year, but I cannot say that there's gonna be a better team. I think that this team for this Crandall team could I know compete. they don't have
0: to be a better team, but I mean yeah. just a better a record. Better Versus what no. you got to play. No, okay. I,
1: I I think it's, I think maybe the same if, if you have well, a really good season,
0: but I think that I this,
1: this I yeah, I know. I'm sorry. So I think this team is going to be, they, they're going to be up there in, in competition for one of the, the top two spots in the district. I don't oh. think they're going to sneak their way in. I think when you look at the new district that we're a part of, it's, we're either, you know, top two, top three. I don't think we we'll, we're, Worse than than it, than anything like that. It just really depends on one of the new arrivals from the 4A level, how how good Melissa actually uh, does this year, because that's the that's the big question mark, and that is like the first district game of the slate after three non uh, district. So it, that'll be the ultimate test. I think that could be the determiner in who gets the second seed, who gets the third seed.
0: Boo you, Cam, picking sides. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I hope you guys missed the playoff. I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. no! Come on, man. I mean, right, but I like, to
1: yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you know, I, I could see as much as seven or eight wins this season in the regular season. Okay. But like that, I think the schedule allows for it. So I, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't think that Sulphur Springs will be better than they were last year. I think they could even, I think we talked about it when the schedule got released through that I said that I thought y'all can make it into the playoffs this year, but I don't see y'all getting seven, eight wins in the regular season.
0: Yeah, It's going to be tough. We'd have to really be completely turned around to get, mm-hmm. to get eight wins. And I mean, yeah. we'd be competing for the district championship at that point. Yeah. So, and I don't think that's us this year. Yeah. But next year and the next few years, oh, these young possibly, Wildcats, they're... oh man, yeah. no, there's no possibility. These kids are good. They're the yeah. same size as the varsity right now. These freshmen, oh man, it's gonna be yeah, Slim Pickens out there for them little bitty yeah, people. Yeah. They gotta they gotta play the Silver Springs Wildcats. But BJ, <laughs> that is that's where they're to quit it. That's where and, uh,
1: sorry we couldn't is, go five for five this time.
0: That is also the episode so as well. Ladies and gentlemen, as BJ and I said before, we are partnered with Fanatics. So if you want to go get that, you know, college football match, wherever your favorite team is, just go to our page, go hit the link tree, go hit fanatics, and just go start shopping right there. You just got to shop fanatics with the lowdown. Anytime you want to get collectibles or jerseys or whatever from your favorite players. Shop it with the loadout through our personal link. It is in the description in this podcast. It is video on YouTube and in our leak tree on our social media. So you got plenty of ways to get to it. And we tweet Absolutely. about it sometimes as well. So the link can be out there for you to go ahead and get. We let you know about some of the new releases coming out. Like we told you about that Notre Dame collection from yeah. Fanatics. That is out and fresh right now. So you can go, go
1: get, get you it. a Notre Dame shirt before they lose in the horseshoe. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah. If you're a fighting <laughs> Irish fan, go get, the, go get that right go now. Go get it.
1: Right did it. Go grab it.
0: And make sure, as always, follow us on social media. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see on our socials on the overlay at the top, right above BJ, right there. You can find us at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. So make sure you're dropping us a follow on where that is. And guys, I know it kind of seems like it's sporadic right now. Like, why aren't you guys dropping new podcasts on Wednesdays right now? Well, we got a schedule situation that we're kind of working through. So yeah. having yeah. to endure some Wednesday drops for right now. But we will be back to the Fridays here in a couple of episodes. So just bear cool. with us and we'll get back to our regular schedule sometime here in early September. So Still, uh, Can't still wait. working through some kinks. Working through some kinks.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: So, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you're going to follow us on that social media, and uh, make sure you're tuning in with us next week for another episode of the Lowdown. We're gonna be back, uh, recording on a Tuesday once again for probably the last time, and uh, and then we're gonna be, uh, you know, ready to go, ready to rock and roll. WNBA playoffs. We're gonna be in the midst of the yeah. semifinals. One of them may be over. Who knows? But we got a lot of things coming here pretty soon. WNBA is about to wind down. NBA winding up. And NCAA might be joining the fold for some podcasts here pretty yes, soon sir. as that gets going yes, as well. Sir. So a lot of things coming with a loadout. And ML Bag. Hey, get those yeah. in. Cam, send us, send, send us some with it or quit questions. You're in the chat, send that to us. Whoever's got any, whatever y'all got for us in the mailbag, any any questions at all, send us to us at our Gmail, lowdown, the lowdown, T H A at gmail.com. Send those in. That mailbag monthly episode is coming up soon. So uh, make sure you get that in before the end of the month and we'll get that, uh, we'll get that all squared away.
1: Heck yeah, man. All right. Till next time, my friend.
0: Till the next time, everybody, we will catch you guys next week.